1: Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it!
0: This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow!
1: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
0: Welcome along to uh, another History Box, and we're looking Mm. at the uh, the Rolling Stones 1983 single, uh, Too Much Blood, and specifically the video for said single, which um, clocks in at around seven minutes in length. Uh, so there's lots of us lots of it to look at i mean we touched upon the song itself last week um mainly Mick Jagger's attempting rap for probably yeah. the first time in his career don't know if it's been the he last to don't know rap. If he's ever then since. he just
1: starts i mean I didn't realize it was supposed to be a rap but he's actually confirmed that it it Has was. He- yeah, yeah. Did, I think he said did, oh, I just tried to do a bit of rapping.
0: Did he? Did he lodge it with the the rap commission? Because you've got to do that. Yeah, haven't you? you've got. To, you've got to yeah. get like a permit. He,
1: he, he sent it to the gangster rappers in Los Angeles. Yeah. and the rap elders in Brooklyn, yeah. NY.
0: Mm had it uh, verified two,
1: two separate organisations yeah, yeah. Uh, like a lot of industries there are two recognised bodies it's not unlike the boxing yeah it's, nowadays. Uh, yeah
0: it's kind of like the miners as well there was the uh, yeah. the national union of miners and there was um i think it was the UDM the union of Which Democratic one did you miners. prefer Cause...
1: which one did you like
0: you, you didn't have to choose sides
1: you could be, you could oh. be
0: with them both you could just be pro miners <laughs> yeah oh oh, like the teachers the teachers but Scargill
1: was N-U-M wasn't he
0: Scargill was M-U-M N-U-M that was the big one yeah Um, but the uh, the teachers we've talked before about the teachers strike in the mid 80s when you just to get Mm. time off because the teachers were on strike there was the the N-U-T National Union of Teachers and the other one I can't remember what it was but I think it was the other one that was on strike it was the lesser union Mm. what were they called again
1: the Mickey Mouse outfit.
0: Fucking hell. I have to Google it. Um, well, something I was going to say on the, the episode last week after i bit been mm. Manchester for a, a day, um, I, I went to a museum in Manchester called the, what was it called again? The People's History Museum.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't know if you've been before, have you? No. It's a, it's a history, a museum rather, of democracy.
1: Oh, my God. And it's
0: all about um, people in this country and their fight for suffrage and for workers' rights and recognition and equality and all about how that's always been stamped down by the aristocracy, the people in power um, trying to keep everyone in their place. And it's really interesting. And as somebody said on Twitter when I tweeted about it, I'm surprised this government, I'm trying to get it shut down because <laughs> I'm surprised that as well because there's loads of stuff about unions in it and uh, you know people organising and fighting for yeah. rights and all that's it's a really really great place I'd, oh, I'd like to go there to I,
1: I hope to visit Manchester soon if uh, hopefully we'll get a tour on the go and even if yeah. we have to wait a while for that I, I always like to look for an excuse maybe for the football I'll come up and do a whole weekend the thing about all that workers' rights stuff, and it's been very much sort of at the forefront of my mind again, everyone's mind, because of uh, you know the, the railway um, industrial action and the fantastic what's his the name, f- oh.
0: otherwise known as Mick Lynch Week. <laughs> Mick <laughs> Lynch, Lynch what
1: a guy, right? And um, but the, the main thing that I always come back to when there's any industrial action, and, and consequently there's sorts of all sorts of irritating debates, is that. See, if you're the ruling classes, right, like, so you're either the establishment, the aristocracy, or just like the bosses, and I know there's an overlap between all of those things, right, but certainly if you're the bosses, right, your management classes or your shareholder classes or whatever, then I totally get and respect why they are trying to resist giving workers more money and more pay, because it's a game. And they are in the business of increasing the margin, right? Increasing the profits that go back to their shareholders. That's their only job. It's their only agenda, right? Mm. That's it. That's business. So I get that. And then you've got the workers who, quite rightly, are trying to fight for better conditions and and better pay. And that's as it should be. And that's how so many things in our site that we all benefit from have come about. But what astonishes me the most and sickens me the most is the ordinary people in the middle, right? Mm who do not benefit from the workers having, like, poor pay or poor conditions, right? But always take the side of the bosses' classes. Yeah. That is the thing yeah. generally in British society, that I can't get my nut around, yeah. right? Especially when you think that this is a country that has a long and proud history of, like, rebellion and anarchy and basically being, like, being cunts and causing trouble, being arsey. right? Being arsy, yeah. Being arsy, and yet so many fuckers fall into line behind the bosses as soon as he's come. Everyone's falling over themselves going, huh, well, do you know train drivers get 50 grand, right? <laughs> First of all, as good old Mick Lynch pointed out, that wasn't r- at all relevant to what was taking place. Right, was this about, no. Second of all, fucking good that train drivers <laughs> get 50 grand, you stupid cunts. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the bosses turn you against other working people yeah. and make you feel... Bitter and jealous towards them because they're earning a good wage. Yeah. Celebrate the fact that they're earning a good wage, right? Encourage yeah. them to get more, and you yourself should be demanding more as well.
0: There was three three vox pop things that I saw during that McLynch week, and um, one of them was a bloke saying, "Oh, that, what you just said there? Oh, they get they get forty five grand a year. Maybe I should do it." And I thought, "Well, fucking right. yeah, go on then." was no on fucking,
1: you, you, you can, ignorant cunt. You
0: can train. You can become a train no. driver. Do it. Go on, do it. Yeah. And then there's another one
1: who was saying, uh, yeah,
0: they get 45 grand a year. The, the nurses only get 34. Fucking give the nurses 45 fucking as well give the then.
1: nurses more. And I'm sure most train drivers would agree with you. <laughs> the nurses should be on triple that and the fucking <clears throat> train drivers should be on double <sighs> what they're on. You know, like how thick is it for you to all turn in on each other yeah, well, that's what and want, it's isn't it? so easy Divine and for awful people like you know your Boris Johnson or whoever they find it so easily easy to manipulate you right mm. into turning on each other resenting each other pointing the finger at each other rather than fucking looking upwards at the cunts who are exploiting all of you so rather than think we should all be paid more instead you resent your neighbour because he's paid a little bit more than you are arbitrarily think he deserves yeah. of your fucking arbitrary, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, perspective that is informed entirely by, like, weird <clears throat> resentment and jealousies, but not on any yeah. sort of fucking rational thought whatsoever. Yeah. And the third one that
0: I saw was someone... Um Someone outside a train station, that's where they were vox popping everyone and she said Oh yeah. they always do this at the most inconvenient time. Yeah, of course oh. they fucking do. That's
1: the point. That's the point. Fucking hell. You in you've inconvenienced everyone. You've inconvenienced everyone. Yeah, that's what a strike is. It's the realise. I mean? well, this is a, is a last resort for us. This is a last resort. The government don't want anyone to know. The bosses don't want anyone to know that this negotiation is going on because it suits them for it to be behind closed doors, right? And for them to exploit us without anyone ever finding <laughs> out. So, And we play their game up to a certain point. But in the end, when we're left with no more options, this is the option that is left to us. And of course, if it's not fucking disrupting any cunt, then there's no point in doing exactly. it. Exactly.
0: Plus, the other thing as well was, you saying they do it at the most inconvenient times. Have you seen how much inconvenience we've lived through in the past two and a half years? We've lived through the biggest era of inconvenience since the Second World War. You know, you should be used to it,
1: really. Fuck your convenience, fucking baby. Everyone's fucking demanding convenience as if it's a basic human right. It's not. Food, water and shelter... These are basic rights, but convenience, <laughs> we're all used to convenience, and don't get me wrong, I love a bit of convenience, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, kind of con- I'm one of the biggest supporters of convenience. Well, your uh, you know.
0: repeated use of the Gulp-Off service has shown that, Is exactly.
1: not it? Exactly. So well, I'm not coming from a position of like a sort of an austere, Roy Keane kind of, you know, oh, you should walk <laughs> everywhere <up>. anyway. Shoes, <laughs> fucking shoes, what are you wearing shoes on? What's the matter with your feet? God gave you feet to walk on. <laughs> If like I get a bit of glass in it, just fucking live with it. Well, you've got no, those sparkles on I I like it. Just try
0: and look better. Look harder.
1: Yeah, Stand. I like convenience and comfort. However, I I every day thank my lucky stars struck the amount of conven- convenience and comfort in my life that I do, right? It's not something that I've got a God-given fucking right to. People go, ow. Ah. Well, just because they want adequate pay so they can afford to feed their families in line with inflation which is skyrocketing because of the mismanagement of the economy i had to get up an hour early to get an extra bus to work (laughs) well no one gives a fuck about you being mildly inconvenienced Mm. right you're being mildly inconvenienced for the benefit of a much larger group of people if you've got the
0: hump about being inconvenienced, chances are your bosses are cunt as well, and you're being fucked over as well.
1: So yeah, but you're fucking. But you don't care. You've got your tongue up the boss's ass because the boss has sold you a fucking lie that if you keep your mouth shut and take his shit, one day you'll have his job, which you won't.
0: <laughs> so yeah, there you go.
1: Um, Everyone's <clears> been <throat> fucking scammed, and if you're being scammed, I saw a great t-shirt. It might be an old cliche, I don't know, but I saw it. If you're not angry, then you're not paying attention.
0: Whoa, yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. That's uh, probably one of Chumbawamba's songs,
1: I think. (laughs) Exactly. This podcast is coming to you courtesy of Chumbawamba.
0: (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that was the uh, the People's History Museum, and it is brilliant, uh, and I didn't really have enough time to look around it properly. But um, if you if you're in Manchester, go and have a look. It's free to get in, but a suggested donation is five quid. So uh, donate and keep it open. Um, Do, donate for, or perish. Educate yourself. Um, I don't know how we got onto that. Was it,
1: uh, oh, there's a um, t- overlapping with that is there's a, our old friend Adam Curtis as a new one of his fucking bananas programs right, out.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> it's called Can't Get You Out of My Head. <laughs> I I I was about to try and tell you what it was about, but having watched two episodes, um, (laughs) I found it very compelling. But I have no idea what he's on about. I mean, the jump. I mean, I don't think I've started. We've talked about him a lot. I don't think that he knows. No, I think that he uh, he gets a load of archive of literally anything, Mm. anything at all. There, here is some black and white fo- footage of some people in tuxedos ballroom dancing in the olden days <laughs> here is a mushroom cloud right yeah. here's loads of here's loads of numbers on a screen and a wide shot of the stock exchange in the 80s here's footage right? of a
0: tree growing really quickly
1: really really quickly there's someone get an arab gets out of a car right and speaks <laughs> on a mobile phone right and there's music going on this. wow wow this is the story this is the story of, about how the of how the british people for many years prided themselves on being arsey but slowly because of powers way beyond their understanding or control they started to give in to the power of the individual
0: and they became the arseholes
1: what? Ah, and you're like uh, alright and you just kind of go with it because the footage is really interesting and the music sort of scary and he talks in this voice that makes him sound extremely well informed about something but he's just making up any old shit as he goes along <laughs> and he always starts with one verse he goes this is a story of a podcaster called Andy Dawson Andy Dawson was a man who lived in Sunderland his entire life one day he came up with the idea of a radio show that could be recorded and distributed on the internet And because of that, millions of people today live enslaved by a new type of consumerism, right? And it's like, and you're like, all right. And he's got, like, weird CCTV footage of you just walking along the street in Sunderland.
0: But is this humble humble man from Sunderland the most important person of the 21st century? Or is he actually the worst?
1: An increasing body of people believe he is both. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, it's, um... Anyway, it's sort of... I think it's about the collective mind versus the individual mind. Okay. And I think what he's eventually going to get round to is the idea that, you know, you can't actually successfully manage a large society, especially a sort of a global community and a global economy, if you are really dependent on democratically elected politicians. Yeah. For two reasons. One is... People don't know how to make the right decisions, clearly. Mm. I think that's fair to see in this country and in America and elsewhere. So people make unwise decisions. And also the individuals, whether they're the right people or not, they're there for like five minutes. Do you know what I mean? They hold on to power for a little while. There's only so much they can get done. There's no continuity. You keep changing leaders. So um, a shadowy cabal of people...
0: It's always a shadowy you know, cabal, isn't it? It's never a brazen well, cabal. It,
1: to be honest, it's largely like civil servants, bureaucrats, call them what you will, plus, you know, technocrats, business people, mm. financers. They basically have to run the world. They have to. Because if you leave it in the hands of the people slash dem- democratically elected representatives, everything would just fucking collapse. Yeah. So it's about a project over a period of years to make sure that the wheels keep turning of our global economy and our global community uh, irrespective of the fucking sideshow of politicians coming in coming out elections elections just have to be there as a sort of an illusion to make the people feel as if they've got some form of control over their Mm. own destiny because if not they might all go mad or riot or or something
0: Jalapeño Jalapeño there's huge parallels these days between um, politics and football management in terms Mm. of length of tenure we're about to have yeah. our fourth prime minister under this Tory government of the last twelve mm. years, and Thatcher herself lasted for eleven years. But it's like football managers now get what eighteen months maximum. You usually. start the your averages... new project.
1: Yeah, it has to be called a project. Yeah, and then the project to a football club, let alone the whole country. The project takes fucking ages. Look at us. Of I mean, it does. if if we decide to even start something on top bike time machine. It can take us quite a few months to get <laughs> everything in place.
0: Yeah. Or oh, we're going to start looking at the video of Too Much Blood by the Rolling Stones. We're now We've got half an absolutely nowhere. Episode. We've got nowhere with it. But right. that's what can and, happen.
1: you got and um, Exactly. And so things just can't happen very quickly. And so, yeah, like, you know, managers come in. They mm-hmm. go, right, there's a whole new project going on. Like Sunderland, you had what's his name? Spreadsheet Terry, right? he came in and he had a whole new project to do with his spreadsheets and his powerpoints, yeah. didn't he yeah but he's only just starting to fucking make any headway with that and the team's just losing too much so he has to get yeah. sacked
0: and then you get look, a new guy
1: yeah. and a new guy and every time a new project starts and yeah with the Tories you had what was it David Cameron reckoned to begin with he was all about the environment didn't he? yeah do you remember and then he said he was all about austerity. He said, new plan. Forget the old thing about yeah, the yeah. tree. Was, we've it, got a new plan. We've got Nick Clegg on board because I fucking promised him some bullshit. <laughs> and we've got this new idea, which is stop spending all money and shut all the, everything down. Right?
0: <laughs> which, which itself um, was the oh idea of... So we can assume. get tax
1: cuts. No, unfortunately, <laughs> no. The tax has to stay the same. So you pay the same, but you're all going to get less, especially the poor people right oh. so then he came and went then Theresa May came in I can't even remember what her fucking policy was but she didn't have a fucking hope in hell because from the moment she came in they wanted her out again all yeah. the nutters the Brexit nutters Boris Johnson came in and he did have uh, all sorts of soundbites didn't he plus the one that I've you know I've seen my own eyes it might I, I first went to, on tour with Top Like Times when Theresa May was still the Prime Minister yeah mm. and I saw what the north of England was like it was in trouble but then Boris Johnson got in, and he levelled everyone up. And when we went yeah, on yeah. tour last year, I went back to the north. I couldn't believe it. Was brilliant it was now. like Xanadu. <laughs> yeah. So what next to the north? <clears throat>
0: Hanging baskets on every lamppost at the minute.
1: Yeah. yeah so three the strawberries strawberries they just changed go. everything. It was even warmer and sunnier. Leveled the fuck right up. Yeah. But, but, but now, yeah. I mean, that's all gone to shit.
0: Look, look at it. Length of tenure of Prime Minister's history will look back at this period as being absolute fucking batshit. S- four yeah. of them in twelve. I mean, Cameron did it for six years. So we're and that's starting at three, to look like a good in the run. Last six,
1: yeah. That's starting to look like a good run. I mean, really, since Blair, Blair did ten, and he could have done more. Yeah, he only he only stopped because Gordon Brown would have not stop fucking giving him. He was in his ear
0: all the time, wasn't he? Yeah.
1: Blair could still be there now, mate, uh, and then we wouldn't have been for all this bollocks.
0: Arguable, yeah, but. um... So, well, uh, I don't know how we got onto that. Where's this Adam Curtis thing available anyway? Is it iPlayer or...?
1: BBC iPlayer, yeah. Is it?
0: Okay. I hadn't seen anything about that.
1: Okay. There's a lot of really... In episode one, there's loads of great stuff about... You know Mao Tung, right? Mm. He had this mad wife who was an actress and uh, she was really off her rocker. Mm. And there's some really good content about her. She was so mad that in the end, all of the people around Mao Zedong said, listen, this Mrs. E. Oz. It's a fucking Yoko Odo situation. <laughs> she's uh, she's going to fucking ruin everything. So they sent her to Russia and stuck her in an asylum in Russia. Fucking hell. But, but then eventually Mao Tung saw his empire and his power base starting to crumble. And in desperation, he sent for his wife. It's a, a bit like that? how in the eighteen they kept breaking Howling Mad Murdoch out of his mental home yeah. to take him on a mission. Yeah. He sent people over to Russia to break her out of the asylum and bring yeah. her back. And then he put loads of power in her hands. He sent the- and and then I think, extrapolating from there, what she did when she got out of the mental home was basically set the template for the world we live in today. Oh, really?
0: So a, <laughs> yeah. a, a mad woman who'd been a mad away woman in, in Russia. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Satan. Actually...
1: Yes, it's Mrs. Satan. <laughs> I'm I'm his Doris (laughs) And he's put a lot of it power and influence in my hands So things are going to fucking change in China (laughs) I'm back now So you better fucking stay on your toes
0: (laughs) Oh well that's good I'll I'll have a look at that It's probably about nine hours long altogether is it
1: Yeah 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 Yeah. You don't really have to pay attention You just let it drift over you mate Mm.
0: Nice Um, Let's have a little look at this um, Rolling Stones thing shall we yeah, we've got. Um, well, it, it, it's the video we're looking at. You can find it on YouTube. It's seven minutes long. Too much blood. Rolling Stones, 1983, and um, it begins as lots of videos back then began with a kind of a little introduction, which has got nothing to do with the song. You don't hear the song. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got this woman who appears to be living alone, uh, in, a, in, a, in a some kind of boatyard, maybe.
1: She lives um, in a boatyard. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And she's got a boatyard apartment. She's got a bottle of vodka on the table. She's got one of those old
1: uh, I don't know If Even the 80s, this might have seemed all right, like glamorous. But to me, it seems pretty depressing. She's got a copy of Life mm. with uh, the year on the cover at 84. Mm. And there's a, the bottle of Smirnoff on the table is huge. And she just sat on her own with it. To me, I mean, I'm not being judgy, but that looks like problem drinking. From I don't where know, where I'm some sitting. of us have
0: lived that life at some point
1: she's it's on her Jack Jones it's a fucking jumbo <laughs> bottle it's not even what's the normal bottle a litre a litre and a half this looks like one of those party bottles it's three litres well she's
0: maybe it's like that fella who life logistics does, who was gonna buy all the vodka and he's gonna buy like yeah. six years worth and stash it because yeah. it was a really good price it's maybe just that you know
1: okay alright so, maybe I'm being judgmental but I'm 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 i I'm I've, well, let's see how the video transpires. Anyway,
0: she's she's reading through Life magazine. It's 1984, the year in pictures. I don't know whether this video came out in 84 or not. I'm not sure. Um, perhaps it did. And um, she's looking increasingly horrified as she looks through the magazine. And then she she sees some um, skeletons of bodies that are just sat up against the wall. I guess they've they've died and rotted away up against this wall. Um, she sees a thing, uh, a feature called "Mafia on Trial." Um, again, there's dead bodies pictured. Uh, we zoom out and see the vodka. She's having tomato juice with it, I think.
1: Yeah, it's but a Bloody Mary.
0: She's um, she's a bit perturbed, so she puts the magazine down and reaches for the TV. Reaches for the remote, puts the telly on, uh, and immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a wicker basket on the yeah. table which opens up the lid opens up and this horrifying ghostly right. figure G- there's with, a
1: ghost monster inside yeah, it's of a the ghost fucking monster isn't it yeah.
0: with disgusting teeth um, leaps out of this wicker basket and goes ah
1: ah you cunt <laughs> and then
0: we see some armed police uh, they're shooting at someone uh, and the bloke they've shot is covered in blood uh, she's it's a fucking dystopian nightmare and then we see her cut to this video itself which I'm not sure how that works, it cuts to the uh, the footage of the Rolling Stones in it and they're in some kind of um, what would you describe it as? It's like an, a French ruin or something isn't it? It's like an old building that's just gone to ruin
1: like yeah. a French it like
0: it's been abandoned yeah
1: it's a it's a bit like when i joined english heritage do you remember i joined english yeah. heritage and they what they say it's much better than national trust because you go to old ruins that have got real history it yeah. looks very much like an english heritage site to me and jagger oh he's going for it big style as soon as you clock him is oh yeah i mean now he's like a like j- jumping jack in the box he's, like
0: he? he's like a boxer trying to try to fend off an imaginary enemy
1: He's um, he is full side. he's full of beans. He's full of yeah.
0: beans. Um, we see there's blood running down the walls. A uh, silhouette of a trumpeter. Then we see Keith Richards, who's also looking mean and moody. and uh, like he's, he's ready for business. Uh, the woman takes a drink. And we see Charlie Watts for the first time. But we, we mentioned Charlie last time. Charlie's just got this kind of, you know, whatever... Expression mildly of amused, here grin Like this is today's job. I'll just get on with yeah. it.
1: Look at our poor old Michael over there. Yeah, making a, an undignified fool of himself. At his age, which he kind <laughs> of is. I mean, I mean, well, I, I, would, I don't know.
0: Would Jagger be about he's having, I tell you this much.
1: He's having good fun, isn't he?
0: Would Jagger be about forty-one here? Do you think?
1: I don't know actually, I was just trying to work that out. Nineteen eighty four. I reckon he's probably about my dad's age, Mr. Yeah, so he was he was forty. Forty, this,
0: yeah. This was okay. Done. okay.
1: Um, I just in my head thought it's pretty old and then I remembered I'm forty seven. Yeah. When I hear someone and they say he's forty, I think, or oh, pretty old, and then I realise I'm much older than yeah.
0: that. Yeah. I mean we thought that back then pop stars who were over the age of twenty eight were far. Oh my god yeah,
1: forty year old pop star, you're sort of like embarrassed for him. But, having said that, he's <clears throat> extremely spry. I remember he's when so
0: Tina, spry, isn't he? I've said this before, I think. I remember when Tina Turner did a comeback with Let's Stay Together yeah, in 83. And I just looked at her I thought, oh, she's some kind of witch. Look how An old, old she is. An old witch
1: woman.
0: Yeah. And now, of course, she's clearly one of the sexiest women ever <laughs> to <laughs>
1: grace the
0: charts. She was Funny she should bring her six. up because
1: it was her that <laughs> effectively taught Jagger to dance, wasn't it? Yeah. He based all of his moves on watching Tina Turner. Yeah, of course. And he he is really... I mean, I've not... I can't remember a lot of... I mean, most of the Stones videos I'll have watched are ones from the 60s where he wasn't really... I mean, he danced a little bit. Mm -hmm. In comparison to most singers, he danced a lot. That's why he was considered very outrageous. Mm. But by this stage in the 80s, I mean, fuck me. He is doing... Do you know it? It basically was doing what Jamiroquai did, like a good ten years later. Yeah. He's I mean, squatting down, bouncing up. He's got yeah. this thing where he keeps looking from he's side to side, side very side, quickly, as if he's yeah. looking out for someone, as if he's being chased.
0: And he's kind of doing like karate esque moves. And then there's yeah. a great moment at one minute twenty four seconds where Keith just gives him a look, as if to say, "Yeah, yeah, go that's on, it. Mick,
1: that's it. You show yeah, them." Yeah, yeah. That's it, dickhead. Go on, <laughs> Keep dancing for the cash. <laughs> <laughs> you, be, you
0: put all the effort in, I'll reap the money.
1: <laughs> she... The, it keeps coming back to this woman, and I, I think what they're trying to say is this woman represents, I guess, America. Does she... And Uh, or like society and she's scared because all around her all she sees is images of violence yeah violence and corruption and mayhem Mm. and first she sees it in a magazine and then she turns on and sees it on telly and then she changes channel and she thinks oh here's a bit of pop music but as the video evolves and she sees the Rolling Stones doing their thing Mm. it cuts back to her and she is just as scared so what they're trying to get across here is the Rolling Stones are actually... They might be 40, they might be past their like youthful prime, but they're still edgy, they're still dangerous, and they still scare people.
0: Yeah, they are America, almost. Mm. And yeah. she, um, she then looks into her drink, which appears to have got slightly more red. And I think there's a suggestion mm. that there's blood in the drink. Uh-oh. And she tips it over. Um, and this is just about the point where Mick is about to begin singing. Um, so I think that's a good point for us to just stop for now and we'll come <laughs> back and look at more of this uh, next time because there's some great lyrics in this song yeah um, can I give you a little, a little a little preview yeah go on give us a taste I, 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 I want to dance I want to sing I want to bust up everything
1: oh make
0: but then to make some love mmm So he wants to bust up everything and then make love afterwards. I wouldn't have the energy, Sam.
1: It's an either or for me. You must be joking. It's It's like, for me, I can do one major... I can do one piece of physical exertion a day, and that's me done. Yeah. So one day I might smash something up. Another day I might make love. You might make love.
0: Yeah. Mm. You can't do both.
1: So uh,
0: over the next week, ladies and gentlemen, try it yourselves. See if you can bust everything up and make love in the, at the same time maybe
1: some of our younger listeners could give it a go if yeah. you're an older listener please just be careful because we don't want to be responsible for anyone dropping dead yeah, we
0: don't need to lose any listeners at this point um, nah. so there we are we'll come back with more probably talk about um, Adam Curtis, the unions, whatever uh, and yeah. a bit of Rolling Stones uh, too much blood as well Next week. how much blood is too much blood do you think? that's a good question isn't it?
1: I've often wondered that um, you know like they give blood transfusions yeah um, I was thinking, what if they gave you a transfusion but they put too much blood into your vein and your body and it it started sleeping out or like your body bur- like your veins burst? Yeah,
0: it could, could do, happen, yeah. couldn't it? It's easily done. Easily or done. Oh, they take too much when you donate it and you just yeah, shrivel up.
1: So you deflate like a balloon.
0: You disappear, yeah. Uh, something else to think about there. Uh, do you have too much blood or too little blood? Get in touch. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll back with more next week. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye.